0: It's Science Week in Australia this week. If we've learned anything over the last few months, how important science is to uh, our society and the world as a whole. But uh, one of the queries with science is getting that information out there. I'm joined this morning by science publisher Kylie Ahern, who has a new online magazine. Good morning, Kylie. How are you going?
1: Good morning, Nick. I'm really well. Thank you.
0: Now, you've been a science publisher for some time now, and uh, you've got a company now, and it's all about scientists getting that information out to the public.
1: Yes. I have been running a company called STEM Matters for many years. I co-founded Cosmos 2005, and I sold that a few years ago. Then I founded STEM Matters, and that's primarily around helping scientists and universities and research institutes engage with people. I tend to think that we... Still do it. Uh, we still focus on a very PR way of communicating with people instead of asking them what do they really want to know about research, what do they want to know about science, what interests them?
0: Right, because of course, you know, there's so much uh, misinformation out there or overload of information that it's hard to tell uh, from a layman's point of view what I should be paying attention to.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I'll give you a really good example: is um, the Mayo Clinic? They're a hospital. You know, in a, in a small town in America, they're a famous hospital in America, but there's still just one hospital. And if you Google a health issue now, like, you know, what what's the side effect of this drug? What are the symptoms of this? You know, all that type of information, that basic information about health, you'll end up on their website. And I think that you should end up on an Australian university or research institute or hospital website. The difference with them is they're they're coming from an audience point of view, like, What does the general public need to know? And they're not just talking about themselves. They're giving you really easily digestible information. And I think we could do that on a number of topics, artificial intelligence, nanotechnology, whatever it is that the general public want to know. I think we can be giving them that information in that type of way. What are the questions they're asking as opposed to the research and read about it.
0: Now, your latest venture is an online magazine called The Brilliant, which seems to be a combination of information and also advice to scientific institutions and research.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is sort of a magazine that's been in my head for a few years. It's free, it's online. And what I wanted to do was to give a place where people who work in the science um, sector, the research sector, and that could be corporates or research researchers, um, can hear about world leaders in research engagement and communication. I'm also profiling people that I find interesting who have a great story to tell around their research impact, but always through the lens of well, how do they, what do they think about communication and engagement? One of the yep. examples is there's a, a researcher in Zimbabwe called Dixon Shabanda, and in Zimbabwe, there's only a few psychiatrists for a population of around 14 million people. Wow. And because the, the poverty is such an issue there, there's a lot of people with mental health issues. So what he did is he's been training grandmothers because it's a very matriarchal <laughs> community. It's called the Friendship Bench, and they're trained as lay counsellors, and they um, work with people within the community. So there's been something like 700 grandmothers trained, and they've met with about 50,000 clients wow. in Zimbabwe, and he's now exporting that globally. So that, to me, is huge because he sort of looked at his... A, a massive problem around anxiety and depression in his country, and said, Well, how do I galvanize my community? And that's a, a beautiful story. He's now exporting that to other countries, including the US.
0: Well, see, that's a great model, even for Australia, and we're much better resource. We do have the problem, the tyranny of distance, and that might be even a useful model out here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, he'd asked, he tested doing it with grandfathers. Oh, yeah. Uh, but women listen <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> I think the grandfathers went into action mode and the women oh, oh. were in the listening mode. I mean, a very big stereotype there, but that, that yeah. it, it is a matriarchal society, so yeah.
0: Fantastic. That sounds fascinating. If people want to check out The Brilliant, where can they track it down?
1: Um, www.thebrilliant.com.au
0: Great. Kylie Hearn from STEM Matters, thanks very much for your time this morning.
1: Thanks, Nick.